You're listening to Master Your Bliss Life. Join Kira Masters and Leah Bliss as they dive into the magical, mysterious, and mundane elements of life, helping you to master your purpose and find your bliss. We do it. The bane of my existence. Nice. Nice guy. Nice guy. Air quote, nice guy. He's a nice guy. Ooh, a nice guy. Yes, the guys. Somebody sent me. So, my friend from 10 years, my great white buffalo, my friend from 10 years, we've been talking again. Goes around, comes around. He sent me this video of a guy being like, a white man with a podcast like enough said frankly (laughs) but it was like no women are way more likely to file for divorce and women are way more likely to end the relationship and blah 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 and 50 percent of relationships like of marriages end in divorce and like 80 percent of men pay alimony it's like i'm not going to sign a contract that rewards the other person for breaking it that's fucking bullshit me 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 and then I, and it was on a stupid page that was like, <laughs> and it was on this stupid page where these guys were just saying some, like every post, like every reel was just like a repost of some other white dude with a microphone saying some misogynistic bullshit, talking about all these things. And it's just like, it comes back. Now those stats were probably correct. Yeah. Like, Probably, mo- like, I would easily say that. I would say, like, 60 or 70% of marriages end in divorce, right? And then divorce. And women usually are the ones that initiate. Oh. Men are usually the ones that pay child support and alimony. Yes, those are all correct. Mm-hmm. However, to use that to be like, eh, got you, you stupid women. The name of the, like, the title of the, of the reel was, like, what men really think of marriage. And it's like... Okay. Okay. You really, you really mic dropped me on that one, bro. Like you really came through and my eyes are opened now, but like what they don't think about, you're just complaining. Like what salute, like there's no, you're not providing solutions. You're just bitching. Women are mean. Like, yeah. Yeah, What happened that led up to this whole situation? Right. Kira, you were just saying that most women are completely checked out of a relationship between six months and two years before they leave. Now, how does the nice guy play into this? The nice guy. Whether it's a guy that has struggled to engage with women or it's a guy who has been burned by an ex, they somehow, it's like, and yeah, it makes them mad. And there's a lot of rhetoric online that like supports that anger which is too bad. But both of us are mothers, single mothers of sons. Yep. And we get to teach our sons that the attention of women is not transactional. Yep. End of story. End of the goddamn story. You cannot... Podcast called... Podcast over. For three minutes. Ruminate on that, bitches. Just kidding. But you can't be 
you can't just have a checklist of nice things, yeah. right? We were talking about when I was dating Brandon. We're going to use their real names. Nobody cares. Nobody listens yeah. to this. Okay. They don't listen. My exes don't listen to this podcast. So I was dating Brandon and I, and for some reason, like I was in a really bad place, like financially and with my career. And I just like was on the struggle bus. And I remember when he moved in, he expected a lot of physical attention from me. A lot, a lot, a lot of physical attention. And I'm like, dude, he's like, well, me moving in is like the honeymoon phase. I'm like, no, 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 no. Me moving in is the end of the honeymoon phase. Yeah. Like we dated off and on for two years. Now you're moving in. This is like when we're dating, I'm putting my best foot forward i'm showing it i'm being a good time you move in you are now here for goblin mode (laughs) you get to see all all the things i am not gonna be and especially for women like us who or people like us who have this like so here am i and will every once in a while walk into a room and i will see her do it right as i do it and we like have this on switch of presence <laughs> where like boom shoulders go back head goes up and like our energy expands like superheroes mm-hmm. and we walk in and we fucking own the place yep doesn't matter where it is yep. it's a dive bar it's a corporate event it's goddamn las vegas yep we and we do this thing and like the way we walk changes the way we carry ourselves change every and it's just this switch that flings yeah we turn on boom when i'm dating i'm bringing a lot of that energy i'm bringing a lot of that big presence a lot of like right because that you want to put your best foot forward that's my best foot oh when we live together you can't keep that on the whole time (laughs) burn out like a light bulb exhausting I have to go back into goblin mode. And especially, yes. And especially when now the kids are there. Oh, oh you're yeah. running with all the stuff with the kids that, like, we left them so much. But, man, they take a lot from us. They take yes. us. Yes. It's hard to keep that switch on. Yeah, you can't. And especially because your son is in that age where he, that honestly, I think it's the hardest age. Because you have to be present energetically Mm -hmm. like with marshall now he's almost nine like he's perfectly happy he got home from dance the other night and i'm like what are you doing he's like just play with my toys okay sweet he like went into the bedroom shut the door and wanted to just to like decompress from his day be with himself yeah be with himself toddlers no no it does not exist no and so it's constant and and we talked about this you're constantly being drained you're giving them time and attention and energy and like and you can't just be there you have to put yeah yeah and so how does this apply back to men well you can't just check off the boxes of nice things like oh like with brandon he paid the rent like well i paid the rent so i must get sex like no 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 i'm not a vending machine yeah <laughs> Or, hey, I took I took your son to school today because you had a work meeting. That's how Ryan was. I'm like, hey, babe, I need you to take Marshall to school. And it was like, 
well, I did that for you, so I deserve something. Like, look, I did a nice thing. Like a, um, what's it called, where uh, a tip for tat kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where you're keeping score. And it's like, that's pretty stupid. And so these nice guys think that just by doing tasks, a checklist of niceties, like, oh, I complimented her. Oh, I held the door open for her. I paid for her dinner. I had a guy who asked me to check to make sure that the tip was correct to show me how much money he spent on dinner because he wanted to, he tried to use that as leverage for some sort of. Oh my good God. I'm like, dude, the only money I care about is the money yeah. in my account. I make, I make my own damn money. I don't need, like, you spent $200 on dinner? Great. I make At that point, I would have come back and been like, uh, that's all you left them? Right. Like, ooh, that's but a shitty tip. That's a shitty tip. Like, that. Like, yeah, the know. math was correct. But, uh, but the percentage you gave this. That was low, baby. Venable waiter, waitress. <laughs> but, yeah, you, it's the energy of it. Yeah. Just like you can't, like, you can't just sit in the same room with your kid and be on your phone. Yeah. You can't, like, just being present isn't enough. You can't just, have to oh, be present. And I remember that relationship ended because of a yoga class. I think I've probably told this story before. But Maggie, our friend, mm -hmm. Maggie was teaching this ins insane power yoga class. And at the end, I was laying down doing a stretch and she came and like basically rubbed my neck. Yeah. And I cried. I openly sobbed. Because I had not been touched by somebody who wanted to give to me versus take from me. Mm -hmm. And children, they take from you. Well, they take that was deep. It's not, and it's not a bad thing. It's just what it is. Yeah. They take from us. And so to have a, a, a nice guy also show up and just want to take from us. Like, hi, babe, I need you. Hi, babe, love me, love me, love me, love me, love me. Like, hey, man, like, I understand that, yes, you, like, checked off the tasks of nice guy, right? You asked me how my day was. But somewhere we know if you gave a fuck or not. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't legitimately... What the intentions were. Yeah, energetically. Because when I'm in goblin mode, right, I'm I'm turned on. I am, the switch is up when we're out. We're out, we're drinking, we're dancing, we're partying, we're having a great time. Until we live together, you don't deal with the repercussions of that hangover. Yeah. But when we live together, I am now a goblin in my robe with the hood up, <laughs> making coffee, feeling like shit. My skin feels gross. My mouth is gross. Ever, I just feel gross. I hate myself a little bit. Um, Lord of the Rings. Gollum. Gollum. Yeah. My hair is stringy. I just, I turned into a... Yeah, I haven't washed it in three days. Right? And now I'm hungover. <laughs> Got that, like, thing in my mouth. That, that chewy flavor of hangover. The hood's up. 
And I'm just like, don't fucking talk to me. Don't fucking talk to me. And then you come over thinking that you're going to get some morning sex because we live together now. Because no. Not uh. No. And that's happening. It's not happening. And all you're going to do, and then especially they whine, all you're going to do is set out even further. Like, you just took the, the the possibility of this evening and pushed it out like a couple days. And it's not that I'm doing that to you on purpose, but because I'm just like so energetically turned off that I like. Yeah. yeah. That same guy who showed me the, the, the receipt, mm-hmm. he was like, <laughs> he was like, you got to. He's like, don't be, don't be boring. Don't be boring. Come over half, like basically come over and bang. Don't be boring. Don't be boring. Oh, I'm like, ew, for one. Two, it's like, no, man, you don't get to just, oh, look, I paid for your dinner. Now this is what you owe me. And I went out with a guy who talked about, he was like, he was like, you know, what's your opinion about whether or not you should pay for dinner? And I was like, well, I should not pay for dinner. Yeah. Like if, like at this point, my presence, like you requested the presence of my company. You requested the gift that is me. And maybe that sounds. I'm on a date. Super full of myself, but I don't care. Huh. I. But like, if you're having a good time, like those are, I don't know. And he's like, well, I know a lot of women that don't like guys to pay because they don't want to feel that expectancy. That they owe them something. That they owe them something. I'm like, oh, I do not suffer from that. Mm. Not even a little bit. Not thank you. Have a great night. Bye. Right? Well, like, and it was a great night. It's not like you and I are not boring. No. Nor are like conversational, articulate, fun, sexy, flirty, engaging. Like, and if you're gonna throw a fit because you spent two hundred dollars on dinner and you didn't get your dick sucked. Like, you really go home and cry about that? You know, I know somebody who would have done it for 20 bucks. <laughs> you can find it all out of here. If that's what you were looking for. Yeah. But I digress. That's all we were getting. I've been on, I've been doing the, of like always, I like stopped dating and then I started dating again. <laughs> on the off, on the off. I went out with a hobbit. Straight up. Speaking of Lord of the Rings. Um, right. Oh dear. Yesterday. I've been there, but I mean, I'm so short that like to me, he wasn't exactly a hobbit. This guy was, I'm like five, seven, but like five, eight. Anybody else he would have been. Yeah. He's nice. I just don't know what I do to these poor men. It's because I, when I turn the on switch on, it's fucking on. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, I want to see you. I want to see you. I'm like, why? <laughs> because it was on Leah. Why, though? Like, we didn't have anything in common. I just gave the Leah performance and you want tickets back. That's the thing is, like, you filled his cup so much. Yeah. That that, like, but they don't think about doing it in return in the way that, like, you need it. In the way that you need it. Mm -hmm. Yes. I've been talking to this guy that I'm hanging out with. And he, talk about anticipating, like, this guy. But he's like, hey, come visit me. Like, stay for a long weekend. I'm like, okay. 
He's like, yeah. And to make it worth your time, because like you're traveling to me, it's your time. He said, let me do meal prep for you so that you have enough meals for you and your son for the rest of the week so that you don't get overwhelmed. Okay. Mic, mic drop. I'm like, podcast over. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gentlemen, write that down. Write that down. He's like, oh, yeah, let me cook for you meals to take. help you out, taking into consideration my lifestyle you have when you go home. Yes. Yes. Incredible. Mind blown. Mind blown. I was like, whoa. Did you just propose to me? (laughs) (laughs) Because at the level of effort that we are currently experiencing with men globally, maybe not globally, Dying in Utah. Yeah. You thought about me and my child and my needs and my lifestyle preemptively decided a way for you to make the biggest impact. I was like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Then we talked about our love languages. He's like, mine is uh, acts of service. So obviously. It's like acts of service, quality time, and physical touch. I'm like, oh, well, mine is words of affirmation, quality time, and physical touch. And so I was like, he's like, oh, I'm not very good at telling. I'm good at showing. And I was like, I I, I get that. Mine, but mine's quality time, words of affirmation, and physical touch. In that order. In that order. Yeah. You and you and him can hang out. I'll give you his number. He's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> he wants another baby if you want to have another baby. Uh. He's a good time. But we've never shared boyfriends, for the record. No, we never have. For never, we've never shared boyfriends. Have we ever come close? I don't think so. Uh, there one time that you matched with both at the same time. You <laughs> matched somebody I matched with previously and was talking to, but that was really no. I'm talking about somebody else who you dated that wanted to date me. Oh yes, now I know. Oh yes, it was a very uncomfortable concert. Word, yeah. Very awkward. Um, talk about like uncomfortable for you. I'm like, I came with this person. I invited this person. With and it was like the second time we'd hung out. Yeah. And your boyfriend is like giving me the Hawaiian eye. That was when my mom was there too, right? Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure my mom was there too. Could we leave with her? My mom. Because we were walking. We were walking up to the Maverick to leave the... To yeah, get yeah. Right. And I was walking with her and she was like, are you comfortable with this? I'm like, this is fucking weird. Like, I don't know what to think about this. Like, yeah. And I was just like, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> but I was like, but I was also a guest. Like, and so I was still on. Be nice. I'm like, yeah. Right. And so I hadn't gone into goblin mode. Mm-mm. And him and I had been friends before I met you. Like before you and him started dating, him and I had known each other. So it was convoluted. And and it wasn't just that time too. It was like, do you remember when we worked at another place together and I wasn't working there anymore? And like, oh yeah. And he came in with his friends, was like, hey, hey, hey. Like something about nice ass, Leah. Oh man. If I had a nickel for every time someone told me I had a nice ass, (laughs) I could retire. You right? It would be fine. That doesn't happen. That doesn't count. (laughs) The Hobbit that I went out with, I told him that we used to work there, and he was like, oh, my God, we should go. It's always funny when I tell men that I used to work at, like, a cabaret. 
I think cabaret is the best way to describe it. It's not, it wasn't a strip club because you couldn't, like, you couldn't touch the performers. And they're not naked. And they're not naked. So, like, it's a cabaret. It's a spicy cabaret. Yeah. It, it's very sexy, but it's it's set up like a strip club, but it's not. Yeah. But anytime we tell men that. But anytime I tell them that, they either are like, there's only two responses. Disgust. Not, uh, no, they, I don't normally get disgust. And not, maybe not disgust, but like apathy. They're like, oh, I'm not in that. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I've been to, I've only been to one strip club in my entire life. And I'm like, that's cool. But like, it's like, you literally like, when it, when it's that type of guy that does that, it's like they immediately like put you into like a little different box. And, and yeah, super low, different box. It was just complete bullshit. And Which is crazy. Nothing to do with you as Or they're like, oh my God, that's incredible. That's Amazing. Cool. Wonderful. Sexy. I love it. Can we go together? That's, tell me more. Like, well, that was like six years ago. And what? <laughs> like he literally, so we did like a vibe check date. I, I lined up two vibe checks back to back at the same place because I'm efficient. No, it's not. Here, why not? We're here. Count, you get the six o'clock <laughs> slot and you get the 730 slot. Like, come on, let's go. Gotta end this one quick. <laughs> but what happens if that date, though, like goes really well and you're like, I actually want to ride this one out like the first one? No, I never do. No. Never, not one time. Okay. And did we'll hang out again? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Always leave them wanting more. All right. This has taken some turns, <laughs> but we're good. I love it. Um, don't be a nice guy. Be a good man. Yeah. Don't be a nice guy. Be a good man. Remembering that girlfriends need goblin mode time. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to be like, go on. Go on. we need to be goblin. Give me, like, I'm cute 90% of the time, but sometimes I am a creature from the Black Lagoon. (laughs) And I just need you to love me in all of those forms. But also, figure out, like, if you really want to impress a girl, figure out how to benefit her life, not just do a checklist of nice guy tasks. Yep. Because that nice guy task might not check one of her boxes. Well, yeah, and energetically, that's just like shitty. Shitty. Meta podcast. Yep. Bye. Boom. It's just shitty. Don't treat women like a checklist or a vending machine for sex. The end. That's all she wrote. We'll see you real soon. Love you long time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Master Your Blessed Life. Make sure to check out the show notes for any relevant links and follow Kira and Leah on Instagram and LinkedIn.